Hey, it's Lauren. This is an excerpt from the full-length episode. To listen to the entire episode, head to the show notes and follow the link. This episode has been brought to you by me and my business, Lauren Grace Inspirations. The challenge though can come in sometimes, right? When we do have that ego that really creates that separateness from us. And that leads me to my question where I wanted to ask you about how do you discern? How are you clear on when you're getting information that's of the highest good coming from source energy, coming from your guides, higher self, tree spirits, that sort of thing versus information that's coming through from the ego? Is it the idea that maybe the ego isn't always elevating us? I love that you used that word earlier, or it's maybe not supporting us or talking to us in a tone that, you know, maybe our guides would talk to us in, for example. What I believe is that I specifically, and each of us really has a responsibility to our energetic hygiene. And if we have crappy self-care, um, that is going to leave us wide open for lower frequency energy to be perturbing, to be distracting, to be, to take up space. And so whether you call that ego or whether you consider that that is part of what feeds ego, you know, everybody has a different vantage, vantage point of that. But in order for me to channel from the fifth dimensional consciousness, which is what I'm tuning into when I channel, it's unity consciousness, um, I have to maintain myself at a certain frequency. Uh, if I don't, there is a difference in the quality of the messages that come through. I do not attribute that to ego. I attribute that to my, the frequency that I'm holding. What, yeah. And so um, my team, my guidance team, my spirit guides, they do a phenomenal job of deflecting junky, clunky, low vibe energy. I almost never, I can't, re well, I remember the last time it was years ago, when something felt like that was um, poking through during a session. And there were a number of factors that led to that exact situation. And I had plenty of advance warning from my guidance system that that was going to happen. And still I forged ahead. So we can, you know, we, we can decline our own wisdom and the wisdom that comes towards us all the time. And that, that's, a, that's a practice of ego to question ourselves, to, to doubt ourselves, to second guess. Where I see ego playing a, um, a challenging role um, for, for those that when I'm teaching channeling, most of the time, the most common time I see it surfacing in ways that I think are detrimental is in preventing us from trusting that deeper sense of wisdom. The ego is driven by, you know, to protect us. So, and that's, I'm thankful for that. Like, I, I don't knock the ego. It's such a great thing. It's part of our, you know, everything. So it gets in the way when we put too much stock in the um, what ifs that it produces or constantly services for us. What if I get it wrong? What if I don't do it right? What if this person hates me? What if I, you know, whatever. And so that is where I see the ego becoming problematic. I, I, um, it took me years to trust what was coming through and to trust that I'd had enough training and enough information and guidance and mentorship to start to serve in this way. Most of the people that I know 
are similar in that way. They're going to hesitate because of the voice of ego telling them they're not good enough, they're not ready, they're not sufficient. Yeah, all of us. <laughs> so, so that's really the, if there's a um, detriment to it, that's what I would say it is. I don't, I don't personally know, but I'm sure there are plenty out there, many who are channeling from the place of ego but I do tend to keep tight circles with those who are channeling from the highest vibrational loving frequency as you and I do. Yes. So tell me a bit about your energetic hygiene practice, because I think that for myself, I can say that uh, sometimes I forget to do it. You know, I'll be like cutting my cords every day, diligently, multiple times a day, doing all my light work, blah, blah, blah. And then sometimes I'll go, oh, whoa, I just had the holidays and I wasn't as energetically, you know, in a line, like clearing as I should have. And all of a sudden I'm like washing my hands with salt, drinking salt water as much as possible. And right. You know what I mean? Because it's like, a... <laughs> so how does it work? Yeah. Well, it, it varies for me too. And nothing is done with perfection. Um, so let me be really clear about that. I, I do meditations. I have certain ways that I like to meditate. I make sure that I am getting outside in nature daily, which is easy to do because I have three dogs. So that kind of ensures that I'm doing that because nature actually does clear and cleanse us just stepping outside among the, the sun and the sky and the clouds and the birds and the plants is so is so beautifully recalibrating to our energy. So that's awesome energetic hygiene. Um, <laughs> believe it or not, dark chocolate is absolutely essential for oh, my- sorry. Can you say that one more time? Dark chocolate. Dark chocolate. <laughs> Yes. You cannot channel without it. Well, I don't <laughs> recommend it. <laughs> Have you ever heard of David Wells? Do you know that author? No. He's fantastic. Written? He's written a lot of um a lot of like psychic development books and stuff like that. He's from the UK. He's so funny. I would definitely recommend you check him out. But one of the things he always talks about is after doing some kind of meditation or experience, he always goes, go have a cup of tea and a couple of biscuits. <laughs> That's always how he wraps up. <laughs> everything yeah he doesn't say dark chocolate yeah. but it's similar well he should, he should. yeah <laughs> maybe he hasn't discovered it yet yeah. <laughs> there's time and hope for david <laughs> um yeah i'll send him a dm <laughs> you don't know me but i really feel like you're missing an opportunity <laughs> but but you know all the things that you mentioned that work for you that's awesome energetic hygiene whether it's use of crystals use of salts use of i mean exercise we have to exercise we have to move our bodies absorb tons and tons of energy um and it stagnates and if stuff is stagnating we're not going to be clear vessels for the love to come through um relationships have everything to do with energetic hygiene are you being drained who needs to be cleared who needs to be loved on more what boundaries do you need to put in place to to be you know to keep your bubble in the high vibrational fields you need it to be in reading for me is important because that's another it's learning right i i'm studying all the time um right now i'm working a lot with michael singer's work because i recently went to his temple of the universe with my kids and got to yeah 
And um, so I just, I rotate through different teachers. That's energetic hygiene too, right? Learning from others, practicing what, um, what works and what works for me is not necessarily going to work for everyone else with the exception of dark chocolate. So um, <laughs> unless you're allergic, don't use it then. Um, but that's, there's so many things, you know, the, the list is really endless, but it's basically self-love and self-compassion and self-care um, and self-approval. If you, if you're not in the generative energy of that for you, you really don't have much to offer others. Hi, thanks so much for listening to the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please leave us a review where you listen to your podcasts and share it with your friends. Thank you. New episodes every Thursday.